0: Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Aerial Tribe community where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of
1: standards plus habits are gonna equal results in their life. On this podcast, we wanna provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit.
0: And at Ariel the Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to The Tribe
1: to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com, that's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com, to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to The Tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, Tribe? We are back. We're back. With, with Live Committed. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'm here with my partner, Jason. How are you doing? Good, Aaron. How are you today? Doing really, really good. Awesome. We have a... We'll see where this goes. Yeah. We, um, we were kicking this around here before we were getting started, and we... we, we, we st- Stumbled onto a topic that's going to go in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. But I think those are always good ones to discuss because it's one of those things that if you can get this at the center of your life nailed down, then the ripple effects of that changes a lot of different areas. I agree. And so um today, what we want to talk about is um, seeking to understand things. Now, you said this right, and it caught me funny. Um, So I want you to unpack it. You said this is like the fundamental of business.
0: Yeah, it it is because, one, it should be the quest in all conversations to a certain degree is, you know, where is this other person coming from? You know what I mean? If they're like, hey, my heart's on the table. I'm trying to help me understand how, you know, this is my problem. So understanding how things get there. But to answer your question specifically, you know, when you look at business specifically, it is I have a current state and I have a desired state. So whatever that product or service is, there someone there is a solution or an offer that connects those two. And so the one that connects those two what is through awareness and easiness is that, that consumer is going to follow. But the only way for that to happen is one needs to understand the current state. Like hey, what about your current state is disconnected to where you want to go? Sure. And so a lot of times, you know, and the, and the way that you achieve that is um, through something I call is, is kind of a question funnel. It kind of gets pretty tactical about anchor words and bridge statements. But literally, when you are very effective at doing that, that's when you can actually discover, oh, okay, yeah, I can help this person or maybe we're not a fit. So that's sure. that's where that statement comes from.
1: Sure. I, I think the, the whole um, conversation around understanding is rooted in... Um, we have a desire as human beings. We want to work to a place of not having to work. Like there's kind of this mentality yeah. of retirement is this place where I'm not going to have to work anymore, right? Yeah. Which isn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reality is that when you retire, if you don't have work to do, um, you'll die within a very short period of time. It's just, it just proves itself out over and over and over again. The people who live long, healthy, productive lives are people who stay busy, they are doing things, and so we. But we have this mentality that um, we want to get to the place where we we want to work till we don't have to work. We want to grow to a point of not having to grow anymore, and that's like a carrot on the end of a stick. Like if you're serious about personal growth, I don't know that there's a finish line on
0: that. I don't think there is. I remember um, growing up, so my grandparents had a great impact on me. So I had, like, little grandma and grandpa, big grandma and grandpa. Uh-huh. Uh, I took after big grandpa on the height side. But anyways, uh, my little grandparents were the ones that poured into me. And my little grandfather would always say, you know, you're going to bury me with my hammer. You know, like, he was just one of those guys that just always was going to work, always did. And I, I just, uh, my personal opinion is, I think that's just kind of, I feel like God designed us to do. You know, when, if you cross the threshold of, I don't have to work financially, you know, that's awesome. But there should be this quest of like, you know, God gave us time, your talents, like you're gonna get one shot at this, like go deposit that into other avenues, you know, if it's your church, community, I don't know, hobby, like, you know, that's gonna actively invest into other
1: people. That's yeah, what I believe. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, my dad is a good example of this. He's 77 and he's talking about retiring. So he's also a pastor. He's He's talking about retiring and it scares him because he's like, I'm not. Dead, yeah, like in that, and so I know that I have to do, I have to do something. Like, there's this internal compulsion in him to like, I want to be invested in something that matters. It's just going to not be maybe for money or something like that. But if you lose purpose, you lose a reason to live. Yeah, hundred percent. And we've talked about this in a previous episode. Like when you, um, people want to be happy. They have this quest for happiness. Happiness is not your goal. Purpose is your goal. You need to have purpose. Purpose will bring fulfillment, happiness, all of those things. So we we need to always be looking to grow, and understanding is a major place in where we need to put a lot of energy into growth. Yep. Um, th- there's myriad of applications for that statement. I would I would ask you, like, what does seeking to understand look like? Um, beyond you said it's the fundamental of business. What does that look like at where you're at right now in your business? What is looking, what does it look like for you to try to understand things?
0: Um, it's funny. I was about to ask you that. So have your question, have your answer ready. I'm, be, I'm not really going to be paying attention to what you say. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I think he's done. Here's my answer. Um, I think from a leadership perspective, cause you're in a leadership role and, and so am I, I think the biggest thing is seeking to understand those that you lead. Yeah. right? Cause culture is everything. We talk about that all the time. Yep. So, so if I'm trying to, to, you know, guide people and lead them to where we should go and what I believe we should do, well, that, that is not just with a whip, right? That's with the conviction that they say, yes, I, I want to follow. And so the only way to do that is through connecting. you got to connect with other people. So, so when you think about trust, trust, fundamentally has two components. There's the connection component and then the credibility component. Okay. You got to connect as a human being, like, hey, I think I kind of like this Aaron guy that allows somebody then to come in and say, well, can you help me? And that's the credibility aspect to it, mm-hmm. right? And and both of them exist. Sometimes we lead with credibility first. Well, hey, did you know, Aaron, I've done this, I do this and got to know who are you, right? There's just a natural human defense to that. Um, and so t- that's what... I'm constantly doing. So 80% of my time is connecting. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, how are you doing? How was the day? Hey, Ashley, I heard you broke your foot. I'm so sorry. to You know, and, and spending that two minutes when I don't have two minutes, but that critical two minutes because I do care, right? And slowing down, that is, you know, mm. what I find myself doing all the time. Um, and what comes from that is trust. Mm. And then they're going to be very vulnerable. Like I have people that come to me like, hey, I'm not, I don't share this with a lot of people, but this is, I'm I'm frustrated right now about this and this. I'm like, oh, wow, great. We can actually now solve a business problem. Mm -hmm. Um, because they're not afraid to tell me because, you know, authority to fire. Sure. But more importantly, they trust me that we can fix the problem. Right. So,
1: yeah, I think, um, I wouldn't deviate far from that. One of the things that we teach our staff is that in a, in any meeting, there's two pieces, there's content of the meeting, like. Every meeting has to have content, and yep. then there's connection in the meeting. And when you have to pick between those two, connection trumps content, hundred percent. And and so because of that, then what we're trying to um, what we're trying to teach our people is if you'll spend time relationally connecting, and in that process of being intentional in that, you're you're the whole purpose of it is gaining understanding about yeah. the other person. Um, then your time that you would. N- let's say you have an hour and you spend 15 minutes of that connecting that 45 minutes that you give to content will be more productive than if you had spent the full hour just doing content without any connection and I, i've seen that happen my entire adult life yeah um that that spending that time to really get to understand and to know the people that you work with is invaluable yeah. in, in being able to get things done and get them done well yeah so So, yeah, I think that's, I love what you just said because it
0: will always trump the content 100%. Yep.
1: Yep. So, uh, seeking to understand in in business, like from a leadership perspective, is a lot about just relational connection. Let me get it, step into your world, not trying to get them to understand mine particularly, although that may be a piece of the conversation, but to make sure that I'm understanding where they're coming from yeah um, and I do think we can get to a place where uh, because of the time that we spend on the front end with relationship with our staff that then we've we've earned capital to make hard decisions or to have hard conversations in a way that isn't like when you have a conflict, and you have spent the time to try to understand where people are coming from, number one, you're going to do it in a certain kind of way. yeah. Um, because these are people that you understand how they receive that, How uh, what would be the best tactic to approach a difficult conversation with them. For some people, it's just bulldoze them. For some people, it's just, you got to be kid glove with them. But um, beyond that, they're willing to hear it. and And they're willing to hear it without the Man, we're going to have to step back and kind of let the dust settle, and you know, see, kind of feel our way out here. We'll see if we can be connected again. Which is, nobody's got time for that. Correct. Not, not especially if you're in a high paced business. You're, you're, you don't have time for for playing around. We're either going to we're either going to be connected and move forward, or we're not going to be connected and we're not going to move forward, and we need to move apart. Yep. Um, but we need to make that decision quickly. So seeking to understand on the front end opens the opportunity for you to be able to stay in those hard places in a much more productive and effective way. Yeah. I think the other thing that
0: it adds, and we've talked about this on the show, which is the fundamental of leadership is trust and respect. So if I'm seeking to understand and I'm earning that trust, then what the, the, what's going to happen, the recipro- is you're, you're going to earn the respect and that's exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. So when you're making those tough decisions, be like, okay, I trust you, and you've earned my respect, and you've continued to earn that. that, that that's just foundational, and yep. that's and that is to that degree is how far someone will actually go as a group.
1: Yep, so yeah, that's so good. So, let's let, so let's we talked about the, the business sphere, let's talk yep. about um, maybe our family sphere. What does it look like for you to seek to understand in regards to your kids? Wow, that's a big one. I know. Jeez. That's why I'm asking you the question. Yeah, I'll leave. Do you want to go all, first? all of us that are listening <laughs> to you right now are asking this question.
0: Yeah. Um, wow. Well, you know, so son, just to put it in some context, right? Son, he's actually 19 today. So it's Hunter's wow. birthday. Yeah. So it's his birthday today. Uh, freshman in college and my daughter 16. Um, you know, it's still the same attempt, right? I like how I'm using the word attempt, um, to... You know, cause sometimes, you know, it, like, I think like all parents are like, what is wrong with my child? You know? And then it's like, okay, what's wrong with me? Am I like the worst parent in the world? Because right. <laughs> none of this makes any sense. Like when they're being irrational or emotional about it. Um, but I think, you know, I, I, I try my best to when things like sometimes my daughter just is, you know, short or frustrated. And I'm like trying to pump the brakes. Like, okay, I gotcha. But but what? But why? There's always this kind of getting into the deeper of why are why are we frustrated? What's happening? And and then to come to find out, she's all ticked off because one of her friends said, "Yeah, your hair's too curly." Yeah, you know, like something real serious. Are you serious? Like, right? <laughs> like we just spent the last thirty minutes, you know, hugging it out, crying it out. You and mom like ta- you know throwing cookies at each other. I don't know what's happening. You know, um, it doesn't make it easy because you know in those moments you're just like you know. You're busy, you're tired, you're frustrated, you know, are you not grateful? You know, all of those things that kind of come into our minds that mm-hmm. are not productive. Yeah. Um, and I just try my best, which I'm not good at it sometimes, just to try and slow down. Go, okay, I just got to ask good questions to help her understand, hey, this isn't that big, it's not that big of a deal. Or this is a big deal. Like dad needs to talk about it, right? Right. Like, you know, what whatever that topic is. Um, so that's that's what I try to do um, and, um, kind of the same thing I, you know, attempt to do at work. So
1: yeah. What about yourself? Well, I do think, um, so this is a, this is a model I've always hung on to, um, early on in my Bible college, I was reading about John and Charles Wesley, who, if you don't know who they are, that's not significant. They're big historical church leaders, brothers, um, two of 19 children, So their mom had 19 kids, which let's, first of all, just sit back and go, well done. Yeah. How? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so uh, 19 kids, and she had an hour of time with the Lord every day. And the way she did that was when she sat down in the kitchen, she would throw her apron up over her head, and her kids knew that if her apron was up over her head, you didn't mess with mom. Um, Because if you did... You were going to catch yeah, the wrath. The
0: backhand or something. Yeah,
1: because this is, this is my time with the Lord. Like, don't mess with this. It's you're alive because I have this, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Um, so one of the things, and she raised, I mean, it's rare to have one um, high-level leader come out of a family, but to have two high-level leaders come out of the same family is really exceptionally rare. And so um, she got a lot of opportunity... As they grew older, uh, to talk about how to raise kids, and they asked um, her, you know, how did you raise such good kids? And, and this was her response: um, You can't punish a child for being a child, but if they are acting in rebellion, then you punish them swiftly and severely. And that's always stuck with me. Like it's good to the very thing that you're talking about. Like when my when my 16 year old. Um, is worked up about something once we get to the what she's actually worked up about yeah i'm like really
0: yeah
1: like that. yeah you know there are real problems there's in the real world problems and this, this world. is there's this is not one of them yeah um but for her in her world it is yeah and that's a maturity issue and you can't you can't punish a child for being a child it's where she is yeah and so rather than you know the worst thing you can do is go oh my gosh you don't understand real problems. you know. Mm. That's not seeking to understand. That's seeking to make a point. Um, that's seeking to take away her pain, which feels on the surface noble, but when you really dissect that, that's more about me than it is about her. If she's hurting and I'm trying to take her pain away, that's so that I can feel comfortable. What psychologists have measured is if if you're in a position where you're hurting and I come in and I try to take your pain away from you, I reduce your ability to change by 80%. That's what the statistics say. If I try to take Mm. your pain. Now, if I sit with you in your pain, I increase your ability to change by 80%. I can see that. And so the difference is, am I coming in to try to solve it? Is, Is my goal and understanding trying to solve it? Or is my goal and understanding trying to join you? Yep. And so with my with my kids especially like uh, my my boys now are in their twenties and and so they obviously have the world figured out yeah um, you just got to ask them and they'll tell you <laughs> uh, about it <laughs> and I and I'm and I love you know they're they're good hardworking productive kids I love them but um, sometimes I listen to what they say about how the world's supposed to go and I'm like you're. you have your head under a rock. Like, what? What? Um, But rather than trying to tell them all 20 reasons why... Like, this is what I understand you to say. Is that right? Yes. Well, here's 20 reasons why you're wrong. The goal of understanding with your kids isn't to solve the problem or to tell them what's right and what's wrong. The goal is to join them in it. Mm -hmm. They'll solve it on their own. Kids are resilient. They are resilient. Um, and they'll get it worked through. But the other thing that we do if, when we try to take their pain, which is about us, not them, when we, when we try to take their pain, what we do is we rob them of the ability to develop problem-solving skills, which we need. We need those. In life. I, I think um, one definition of leadership, a good definition of leadership, is the ability to solve problems. Yep. Leadership is the ability to solve problems. Um, we can develop that in our kids, yeah, but to your point too, you know, because there is that tendency to always,
0: you know, kind of want to solve that in this in the view of, you know, well, I mean, let's take a controversial topic called COVID. <laughs> or, okay, you know, what I mean, whatever. I'm just saying that there's, you know, you dis- fundamentally disagree with, let's say, your, your your child. You know, having that dialogue where you are earning that respect, it's back to this fundamental, you know, like when you are just authentically saying. Hey, it's okay if we disagree, but I, I'm kind of curious. Like, how did you get there? You know, like how did how did you how did you get to this spot? Well, yeah. you know, watch this YouTube video, Dad, and you know, <laughs> uh, we didn't land on the moon. You're like, okay, all right. You know, they made that up in Hollywood. <laughs> did you know studios. the world's flat? Did you know the world's flat? You're like, all right. Well, let's uh, let's unpack that one a little bit and see how <laughs> we got there. You know, and but I think like that's just kind of the beauty of us as human beings because when you think about this conversation, it's applicable to us as human beings. You know, even you you and me, like, hey, Aaron, how did you get there? What does that look like? What does that mean? Right. You know, it just, it puts perspective to any relationship.
1: Absolutely. You know,
0: and I think that's really what we're trying to communicate to everyone on the show here today is that when you actively put that at the forefront that, hey, I want to understand it's really awesome because you ask smarter questions, you find yourself in, in, in better conversations no matter what it is, or your wife, your kids, your friends, business colleagues, um, and whatever that is, it, it should be more productive.
1: Right. You know? it, we, and we've had this, I mean, even in just in the time that we've been doing the aerial tribe, the we've, we'll have a conversation and then you'll call me back 20 minutes or, hey, you said this, tell me what you meant by that. Yeah. It, which rather than you sitting and stewing and getting it trumped up in your head and letting it run, you're just like, hey... You said this. Tell me what you meant by that. Yeah, because here's what I think you meant, and I don't. I'm not sure, and I'm usually like, no, I didn't communicate that well. Here's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay, we're good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's just yeah, that's just, yeah. So that's a great example. Of, that's just kind of how the Lord made me on that. But I think, but what it does is like, why toil in it when it's like, hey, I think I heard this. I know not, you know, and it's just like. I mean, think about how many times we do that in our marriage. Sure. I mean, I feel like that's the default for all of us. surely. Like.
1: Well, I think conflict management in general is rooted in misunderstanding. So yeah. the goal of conflict management would be understanding, not agreement. Yeah. That and that's that's a that should be a freeing reality for people. Like the goal of conflict management isn't agreement; it's mm-hmm. understanding. Yep. And I think when I truly understand where you're coming from, and you truly understand where I'm coming from, we can find common ground. Hundred percent. And and
0: one of the things that that uh, I'll, I'll defer to you on the counseling side. I just know from the business side about what I've found to be super effective in my conversations. Actually, no more I think about it. I I do it with my family. Jennifer just knows now, so she's like don't say that word. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to let everyone in on my secret word. It's specifically. It is the most powerful word to guide the conversation. So can you help me understand more specifically like like how like what does that mean? Like you know, it, it, what it does is it forces me to say, hey, like when you said this or did this, versus ah, I'm just pissed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I got it, but what did I do specifically? You know, to do that and. You know, that's when Jennifer's like, you know, don't do that to me. I'm like, she's like, let me just be mad. I'm like, okay, but like,
1: what did I do? She's, she's emoting, she's not uh, thinking. Yeah, she's just she's feeling. Yeah. Which by the way isn't evil. That's just true. Yeah. Um, she's
0: just, yeah, it's kind of funny. So so that I mean, to put like an actual practical tool like that to me, and that was taught to me. So that that was somebody who studies behavioral finance, and and so the, like the cognitive side of how our, our brains are kind of wired. It's so like, hey, when you want to connect with somebody emotionally, like Great. Just guide the conversation to make sure, like, I'm trying to understand. So what specifically are about that or this situation that caused that to take place? So that forces the other person to articulate. But what it does is it progresses it. Right. So when Julia's, like, you know, flying high, crying or whatever, and just kind of calm down, I'm like, hey, babe, so, like, so what happened today? Like, specifically, like, what, what happened? Well, you know, I was walking through the hall and the girl said this. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, now I know what we're trying to unpack and now I can actually try to, you know, figure it out or fix it or whatever.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you where this shows up um, in my marriage, not so much anymore, but did a lot when we were younger Uh, is my wife will say like, Hey, Aaron, yesterday, you know, when you said this, you really hurt me. And I'm like, Oh, well, why did I hurt you? Like, what about that hurt you? Well, this is, this is how you hurt me. And I'm like, well, but here's 17 places where you misunderstood what I was saying. And if you had all those things correct, you wouldn't be hurt. <laughs> Which feels yeah. like, see, I solved the problem. I, but but what yeah. it does actually is it misses completely the fact that my wife is sitting here actually correct. hurting. Correct. So before I can move to like, hey, let's talk about the rational realities of this. Got to join them. I got to join them heart to heart. Yeah. Be like, oh, my gosh. I, in a million years, I never would have meant to hurt you. Yeah. That, that, that wasn't my heart. Help me understand, which is my, that's my specifically help me understand is like, that is the most powerful phrase. It is. It's underused in the society. Yeah. Help me understand how I hurt you, um, so that I can make sure that I never do that again. Um,
0: and I think again, we're going to be repetitive about this. I'd love to hear your reaction to this, but at the end of the day, since we're on couples, isn't this about trust and respect? Absolutely. Don't you want to be trusted and respected? I know I do, and so do our spouses. Mm-hmm. So this this whole thing, it just it funnels right back to this, and and I think that's what is so powerful about it is that it's so simple.
1: Yeah, right? and I so I I think I always teach people in the counseling world when I put my counselor hat on for just a minute, like the the three keys to people is we all want to be seen, heard, and understood. Yeah, you said that. I like that. And, and I think that that is so critical because when I just look at you and go, okay, oh, here's your problem. Let me take your problem away from you and go over here and solve it and show you how you should have thought about it. Yeah. I've neither seen, heard, nor understood you. Yeah. I haven't done any of those things. I like that. I like uh, that and so before we can ever move towards problem solution, you have to know that I see you, I hear you, and I understand you. So seeking understanding, fighting for understanding is probably the most important relational tool. And I'll say this. I would even go this far. If you're good at that, if you're good at seeking to understand, it will carry you so far. So in far. This, in in your relationships, in your business. Every aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life. It will carry you so far.
0: I mean, it's truly the debate of EQ versus IQ. And I'd be like, hands down, EQ on just connecting with other human beings. Yep. can't spell, can't do math. Doesn't matter. Yep. (laughs) People like you and you can point in the right direction. So, I mean, so one of the questions I think we want to pose to, you know, the listeners here is like, so how can you better understand those around you? Yeah. Like, what can you, how can you take this conversation? You know, I think the challenge Aaron and I have for you and think about, you know what, I got to go back and do a better job. If it's spouse, kids, colleagues, all the above to, to slow down, and really honestly think and go, I'm I'm just going to try to understand. I'm going to try to listen better, ask more questions. Yeah, I think that's our encouragement for you about this episode to take away.
1: Yeah. Stay curious in all of your relationships. Stay curious. Stay curious in the way that you view the world. Stay curious. Ask lots of questions. Always, it seems like biblically... The people that God uses the most don't have the best answers. They seem to be asking the best questions. And, and that's, that's good. something that's so foundational to us to stay, stay curious. Stay curious about what makes people tick. Stay curious about what you understand about how the world is supposed to work. Stay curious about people who think differently than you, rather than walking into a relationship with the goal of, um, hey, let me impart a little knowledge. Let me, let me yeah. share with you some things that I know. Um, to stay curious with people. Like, help me understand where you're coming from. That is so fascinating because it's so dumb. Like, don't say that last part. But that's probably, (laughs) like, that's so fascinating that you would say that. Help me understand how that makes sense. I can tell you a practical example. So my son-in-law, who, um, you know, he's come to the family later on in in our family's development, um, very different human being than me. You know, they say that daughters marry their dads. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not true, not true. Now, to be fair, my daughter is me as a female, and so um, I, she kind of married her her mom. There you go. But um, he is—he's so different than me in so many ways that he processes the world. But I can't just blast him, yeah. Um, you know, I can't and and turn it into a big debate. And so uh, we just started adopting this posture of like, okay help me understand where you're coming from. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like politically he's different than me. Um, just like, you know, um, but he doesn't make better ribs than you. He does not he make does better not ribs, make it, but overall he's a better cook. He's
0: a better cook overall, but your ribs are darn good. Well, the, they're That's, amazing. That is true. Yes. That is true. That is a fundamental fact. <laughs>
1: that is a fundamental That fact. That is understood to yes. be true. Um, so I, you know, I I have had to like really work at it cause I'm like, Dude, you're dumb. Like, but he's not dumb. He's actually really insightful and a deep thinker. He just comes at it from a very different perspective mm-hmm. than me. And so, trying to understand him, it has opened up the most fascinating conversations. Where I don't feel a need to try to move him one way or the other. I just really want to understand where he's coming from. And um, and now we have like we're super tight. <laughs> So like cool. we have these, we have uh, weekly, uh, times where we hang out and we have Netflix show that we watch together. <laughs> like That's it's awesome. kind of like we have a, we have a date night right. every week. <laughs> we I, like it. I like it. Um, but it's cool. It, but it's rooted in, um, not needing to be right. It's rooted in seeking to understand. That's cool. what actually gave us the foundation to be able to have a relationship at all. I wonder how different the world, you know, would be if
0: it was better at seeking to understand the last couple of years. Yeah. You know?
1: Yep. I you you probably in my opinion. This is my opinion, but the thing that has caused the United States to struggle so much is that one issue above all else. I think so too. There's there's an ideology that that's at war, you know, the ideologies are at war. Yep. I agree. But at the end of the day, we have we've had leadership and I'm not picking on any one leader. It's on both sides of the aisle that are combative and yeah bombastic and rude and because of that nobody wants to listen they want to defend yeah because nobody's being good at seeking to understand that's it seek to understand so uh if this is really uh, episode has been a benefit for you please like it and share it with somebody that you know um we appreciate that and and maybe if you're uh, in the middle of a fight with your spouse Uh, listen to the episode, and then send it to them, and then say, hey, at the end of this, we need to have a conversation because I'm not trying to understand you. Yeah. Uh, Great place to start. I agree. Uh, So if you have any questions, you can email us, Jason or Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com. Or if you have any ideas for a future episode, uh, please email us as well. Or if you have some statements, tips, or tricks where you're like, hey, this is how I try to fight for understanding in, in our relationships, we'd love to hear how you do with that. But until next time, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back soon.